here. And welcome to episode 405 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... What is grief, if not love persevering? Nice. Well, well, something from WandaVision that, that hit home with a lot of people, apparently. Yeah? Yeah, like that quote hit home, like... That scene between Wanda and Vision where she's grieving her brother. Yeah. That hit home with a lot of people. Like I saw a lot of people on like Facebook and Twitter who were like coming out saying, you know, I've had loss in my life and that really helps. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> like I thought the quote I thought that quote was impressive. I'm like Wow, that's kind of true. Like that, that kind of is what is what grief is. That yeah. makes sense. But like to hear so many people have come out and like 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 very quickly, like within twenty four hours, they're like, you know, wow. After watching that episode, like I, I understand my grief a bit better. I'm like, well, that's good. good yeah. I guess. Oh. I didn't look that into it. But... Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I mean, I did. I did think of you. Like after I saw all this, I'm like, I wonder if it hit home with Ian like that. You know, yeah. but either way, I thought it was a an interesting little nugget to the episode. That was a really, really good episode. Yeah, it was. It was very dark too. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, might be the best one so far. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's that, that weird thing of like, you know, I, I really like the the fourth episode a lot because it kind of like showed you like what's happening outside of the hex, you know, right, and right. everything. And but um, but man, Catherine Hahn is like an American treasure. I <laughs> know yeah, she's good, right? Like, I mean, she does, like, a wide spectrum of, of, of stuff, like, from serious to, you know, comedy. I mean, she's done some some crazy shit in her life. But, like, in this episode, like, she was, like, really, like, you know, in a very subtle way, like, like perform, like, acting as this curious person of, like, what are you exactly? All <laughs> right. Because in my realm, you make no sense whatsoever. Right. You know, and I, I she, like Catherine Hahn is just amazing. Like she, she's, she's throughout the, the series, she's been amazing. But like in this episode in particular, I thought she particularly stood out. Oh, for sure. Oh, well, she stands out in a lot of the episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. First being the comic relief and now <clears throat> more yeah. true to herself. But, uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, there was a lot, like, there was a lot to unpack in that episode. And, like, you know, like, the whole, like, (laughs) when she, like, gets to, like, the, that plot of land, like, I felt for her. Right, right. Like, I felt her, her pain. 
you know, I feel right. your pain. Um, it, but I, like you could like, it was a palpable, like you could like, okay, I, I, wow. You know, and like, right. you know, the amount of power it would take. Like when you first thought it was like, well, she stole vision and she's just like, you know, she's a puppet just like it. But like, I mean, she's like, a, he's a manifestation that she created. It's like, holy right. shit. That's ultimate power. Yeah. To create life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> it's pretty crazy, right? It is. You know. But not only that, but so in essence, she recreated vision. Yeah, like she transformed from the power, the power that she... and she recreates vision from like nothing. Right. Transforming the town, we get, but creating life is another thing. Right. To change people's perception is one thing to hex, but to actually create a life. Yeah. Was his vision truly, is he created? Well, I mean, that's the interesting thing. Like, obviously, he can't survive outside the hex, as we saw. Right. But, you know, in the meantime, there's vision <laughs> outside of the, like, you know, the, the remains of vision being brought back to life somehow. All right. You know, so are we going to get vision again? I don't know. I don't know, but it's like an interesting thing because, like, I mean, let, I mean, let's face facts. Because in, in, in a sense, she's recreated the stone as well. Right. Exactly. That's cons- one of those things that, like, I'm now concerned about. Like, you know, these stones that were supposed to be destroyed. She just created one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and even like that. Right, but at the same time, like, like there's this interesting point too. Like, you know, we understand. Like, we uh, we've always understood that her, her power was derived from the Mind Stone. Right. But yet, there's that moment where, like, you know, with the Mind Stone, but there's like that that floating vestige of what I'm going to assume is the Scarlet Witch. Oh, yeah. You know, I was like, okay, I caught that. You know, and she even had, like, the you could see, like, in the, the, the silhouette, you could see, like, the pointed, like, she has on, like, the the, the Halloween mask that Wanda was wearing. Like, I mean, I was like, mmm, mmm. Where was that at? Because I just watched it. It was when, the, there was that moment where, um, where Wanda, like the 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 like the the crystal explodes around the mind stone. The mind stone is giving you know enhancing her power. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But there's like that 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 floating, you know, and it looks like an old school Scarlet Witch. Right, right. You know, like her Halloween costume in a way. Right. So I was like, mmm. Because at first I'm like, well, what was that? Like is that this like the stone telling her what she is, or then at the end when when Agnes is like, well, you are the Scarlet Witch. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, I'm in. Okay, that's how she had the kids. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. That show has been amazingly good. I know. And even she was like, "You're the most dangerous yeah. person in the universe." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Which I'm glad they acknowledged. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> you could tell there's some fans behind this too, but you know what I mean. Like, she is that powerful. Oh yeah. I mean. And they kind of like throughout the, you know, throughout of her journey, you've seen taste of it, but never to that. Especially the re the construction of the entire town. Yeah. Like true power, and then her creating vision. Yeah. From the mindstone. Do you know what I'm saying? Like right. it's kind of in her. Right. Um. In a sense, it is sort of. Sort of how Loki is with the, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm the saying? Tesseract, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I find it very interesting, but to show the true power is, it's cool to see. Yeah. I mean, she probably is the most powerful mute. Well, not mutant, say, but sort of. Um. In this universe, she's probably the most powerful. But they did kind of open the uh, door to the X chromosome now, too. Because, you know, Agatha tells her, like, you know, this is a power that was laying latent in you. That, right. You know, the stone enhanced. And not only right. you, but, but also your brother. So, like, it, in their own way, they're kind of saying that the X chromosome does exist. Right. You know, which was a nice little. And here we go. (laughs) Thank you, sir. (laughs) Little tip of the hat. Well, I still like that tip of the hat to Nightcrawler. I'm almost positive that's who they were talking about. Yeah. It has to be. I'm very intrigued to see how this wraps up in one episode. Well, it's an hour-long episode, I think. Right? Yeah, but still, there there is a lot to tie up. Yeah. Well, they're probably on hold right now, too, for another season, correct? I don't know. They haven't announced anything. I know, but, I mean, like, if everything's like only, plotted out. The only thing they've announced is that this leads to, that this, se- that this series leads to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Right. And it also intertwines with Spider-Man. I can't really... Can't go home. Or can't get home. Whatever the hell the name of it is. Yeah. Of his multiverse. Yeah. Like they, they've admitted that, this, that whatever what the, the the events of 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 WandaVision fully affect those two movies, right? So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, how exactly that is going to be, I don't know. Were you more impressed by the power that she was delivering in this one, or were you more impressed at the power that she was putting on Thanos? 
I think clearly the the, the she, I'm more impressed with the power she displayed in this. I mean, you know, you you created vision, right? You know, like you said, you, know, you the, the ultimate power of creation of life. Um, but the other, but I mean, like. I, I feel like like you know I'll 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 look at it this way, like the fan the Thanos fight was like the first time I thought there she is, right? That's the Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that that's the character from the comic books. We know how powerful <laughs> she is. She, you know, she's one of the most powerful characters in in the Marvel universe. And she is going to take down the Titan. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, that, that's where I was at that point. I'm like, oh, shit, here it comes, you know. Um, so, like, that that's how I felt. Like, it was like, you know, because all along, like, from Ultron to Civil War, like, you never got, like, she was powerful, but not, like, that powerful. She was sub-character powerful. Yeah. Like you saw, you saw a little bit of it in Infinity War. Yeah. You know, but you know, like it, the real, like you're like, oh shit. You know, was was mm-hmm. in Endgame, and now like I feel like okay, like you know, okay, here it is. This this is this is how badass this character actually is. And she almost did. I I think that I mean we talk about um. Captain Marvel, I mean, her power, I mean, like, it's, you know, close to, you know, she was close to getting Thanos, but, I, I mean, if she hadn't, if, if Thanos hadn't rained fire, I think he, he, she would have killed him right there. Yeah. I mean, and she I mean, was on her way. I mean, like, it was, right. I thought that, I thought that was it. I mean, I and thought that she was thing. actually going to. The two most powerful characters in the Mar- in, in the cinematic universe right now, Wanda Maximoff and, and Carol Danvers, both of their powers are derived from Infinity Stones. Right. You know. So. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Right. Like, you, you just said it earlier, like, you know, did she just recreate the Mind Stone? You know, if that's the case, does, you know, can the other stones be recreated as well? Right. You know. And who would be wanting to recreate stones? Well, there's a number of people who would, like, you know. Doom comes to mind for me. Yeah. I mean, if anybody would, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that would want to create the stone, recreate the stones. But if you're thinking of one person for ultimate power, it's Doom. Yeah, Doom. But we'll see. We will. And I hope it, you know, I hope it doesn't go there. Like, we've already had the Infinity Stone. You know what I mean? Like, I hope they don't get in, you know. Yeah, we'll see. See what happens. No, I, I get your point, and like, I mean, yeah, that would suck to like retread that storyline. I don't think they will, but like, it is an interesting aspect that you just brought up of like the fact that 
did she just recreate the Mind Stone? <laughs> right. You know. And how much of the Mind Stone was actually in her? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how right. much was conveyed at right. that point? Mm-hmm. Yes, it enhanced her, but she definitely took something away, and the Mind Stone knew what it was doing. Right. You know, because yeah. there was a part of that shot that it almost seemed like the Mind Stone was not, not only was in control, but actually had thought. Yeah. Something was going down with the Mind oh, Stone. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was almost a being off on itself, you know? Right. It's kind of interesting, actually. I mean, it, it, there, there are other questions then, like, okay, like, with Strange, well, I mean, technically he no longer possesses the eye of Agamemnon. Right. You know, but is there a way to bring the eye of Agamemnon back? You know, because it's a time stone. I mean, there's a lot of, like, you know... <laughs> right. There's a lot of questions. Yeah, so, like, uh, there's a, you know... It, it's interesting... And they're going to be looking for the resurrection stone. Yeah. Or the... You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, the reality stone, like, you know... Yeah. You know, I mean, that that lived in... Uh, Jane. Yeah. You know, from in, in Thor too. So, um, yeah, Jane Foster, that's her name. Couldn't think of her last yeah. name. Uh, so, like, is there a way that, you know, that the reality stone in a way is still a part of her? And is that going to be part of Thor, Love and War? Where she, where she lifts the hammer and everything? Like, I mean, you know, I mean, it, a lot of questions. I don't know how I, I just still don't know how I feel about Natalie Portman being Thor like I I just she's such a waif and I I just I, I, I can't vision it put it that way well I mean like, what I'm I get what you're saying but like uh, where, did you have a problem with it when it was Jane Foster in a comic book like I, I know you didn't read it, because I, I, you know, right. that that happened relatively recently. We haven't been reading comic books, but like, she, she's worthy of the power of Thor. Right. You know, that's the difference. Now, I mean, the, the real question becomes, how are they bringing that fucking hammer back? <laughs> Mjolnir. Uh... Yeah. I have no idea. No, no I need to lie. Yeah, we'll I mean, see. Fuck. It's just interesting because we're going, if we're going into the multiverse and we're going all these different dimensions, are we bringing them all back? Or are we not bringing them back? Or who's staying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Right. You know, um, Stark, um, Cap. Well, well, I mean, you know, Chris Evans did sign a new contract. And did he? I didn't know that. Yeah, he did. He he he's, he's with signed Mar- with Marvel to, to to do something. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Like I I couldn't get enough. You know. Like a bad drug it pulled me back in. Mm. 
Well, who doesn't want to be Captain America? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, he's still going to be able to do his independent shit and do his stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just... less focused on Cap. It's the same with Downey Jr. Like, I mean, you got to imagine at some point he's going to be like, man, I just miss being Iron Man. Yeah, fuck yeah. Because you did be it back. for so fucking long. Well, he did sign up for a couple things too, didn't he? Oh, I know. Um, like I, I think he he like he started signing like picture to picture deals. So like, I I know he 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 signed a, a picture deal to appear in, and he's apparently in the Black Widow movie at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I know he has signed a one picture deal or a two picture deal for the the two Avengers movies. Like it was like one of those things where like you know he he no longer had a like a long term contract. He would just be like, well, how much are you gonna pay me to be Tony Stark? And they just right. backed up a Brinks truck, you know. Mm-hmm. So like I mean. I mean, they, I mean they, they, like he he went from being having to be in the full armor to like being in like a leotard. He was walking around in his fucking pajamas, and they just CGI'd the armor on him. Yeah, you know. So like, I mean, how 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 hard of the is this gig to to do? You know. <laughs> right. I don't know. I'd like to see Iron Man back on screen again, though. There's a part of me that, like, it's weird. Like, there's a part of me that does, and a part of me that's like, no. Like, I said, I love his portrayal of, of, of Tony Stark. I, I don't, I think, I don't think anybody else could ever play Tony Stark. Right. You know, like, I mean, it's, he, he was, he was absolutely positively fucking perfect for the, for the job. You know, I, I think Chris Evans is, is Cap. Like it's it's like he was absolutely perfect for Cap, and I like their endings. Yeah, that's my problem. Is I just I like the way their stories end. Yeah, I know. I I hear you. You know, Tony jumping on the grenade to sacrifice himself. You know. Yeah. Going all the way back to the first Avengers movie when, you know, yeah, you're not the guy to jump on the grenade. Yeah. He was at the end, you know, and Cap, you know, getting a life like, you know, going back and like, I mean, I still tear up when I, you know, you see him dancing with Peggy at the end of that fucking movie. (laughs) It's like, that's, that's the, that's what he deserves, you know? Yeah. The guy's been through a lot of shit. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like it's like a thing of like for me, I don't want to see those endings tarnished, because they that that in that in that twenty odd picture run of ten years, those endings are very important and mean something. And if you were to bring them back in some way, I feel like it would tarnish those endings. Yeah, I felt that. I mean, there was just those three major losses in that last movie that were just kind of like, just 
brutal in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, just irreplaceable characters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know how. And that's why I said when it ended, I just, I, was, I said, I, I don't know how they're going to replace these characters. I mean, like, how do you feel those shoes? I mean, even Widow was good. Yeah. And she's, you know, um, and I like, I really liked Widow's story in Endgame. Yeah. That was like a really good story. You yeah. Know? Down to the peanut butter sandwich. I mean, it was just, yeah. It was good. Um, yeah. I the only thing, the only part, the only part of that that I didn't like was really, um, I just wasn't into Hulk that much. I wanted the Hulk from Ragnarok. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I understand. You know what I mean? <clears throat> but. I liked Smart Hulk. Just, I liked them too, but it, they, I, I don't think they utilized them very well. They utilized his acting. Yeah. But they didn't utilize his strength. I mean, remember the first Avengers movie, Hulk, yeah. Smash. I mean, those Hulk scenes. Right. That was but right out of the books. Right. But that don't, was don't, incredible. don't forget, too. I mean, by the time you get to the, the big battle, you know, he had just absorbed all that energy from the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I guess you're. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, he was a little. Yeah, he, he he was a he's a bit banged up there. <laughs> he's hurting. Yeah. And depressed. Yeah. Hmm. His reaction to Widow's death was good too. Yeah, that was like incredible. Anyway. So yeah, I don't know where they're going with it. We'll see. We shall see. Yeah. So I heard that I I did hear that. Um. Never mind. We talked about that already. Okay. It was casting of four. Yeah. Yeah. With uh. Jennifer yeah. Lawrence. Yeah. That still hasn't been confirmed by anybody. Yeah. But, you know, it's a, from what I understand, a very solid rumor. Yeah, I, I don't, that's a good choice, I think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, in, I, I don't even know what that, I, I, disappointing news. Okay. Warner Brothers has announced a Superman reboot coming from producer J.J. Abrams and writer Ta Nishi Coates. So, Tanishi Coates had comic book runs on both Black Panther and Captain America, and he's looking forward to adding to the legacy of America's most mythic superhero. Now, J.J. Abrams at one point was supposed to to direct a Superman movie, write and direct, um, called Superman Flyby, many many years ago. Um, 
where at the end it turned out that Lex Luthor was also an alien from Krypton. Okay. Um, but the the major major questions surrounding this decision is will this be the introduction of a black Superman? I don't know. You know that book more than me. I, I, well, I think in, my real question is why are we reinventing the wheel again? Like, just when you think DC has it right, they just throw a shit card out. And it's just like, what the fuck? I mean, I think they're on a good path. Maybe they should just wait. To, I don't know. No. Good. Here, here, here's my thinking. And I, I've said this to you before. I think Flashpoint is going to be the movie that changes everything. They, Warner Brothers, for whatever reason, wants to distance themselves as much as possible from the Zack Schneider DC Universe. And they want to rebuild it and rebrand it. And they're going to use the Flashpoint movie to do so. Like I said, in my opinion, my, my opinion has always been it's going to begin with Affleck's Batman. In the middle is going to be Keaton's Batman. And at the end of it, you get the Robert Pattinson Batman. Right. Like, And this introduces the new DC extended cinematic universe. Okay. As we walk away from the old DC cinematic universe that failed miserably. So why are we still making movies like Aquaman and Wonder Woman and and all this stuff? I don't know. I, I think that's the thing I can't figure. Like, I mean, clearly, like they they talk about like and and the reason they they bring up the like so many people have brought like the uh, possibility of this being a black superman is in the comic book universe in the multiverse the dc multiverse um there is a a black superman who has a striking resemblance to barack obama okay okay and the theory is that that's the direction they want to go in some some fashion like they 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 freely admitted that joker the joaquin phoenix movie takes place in none of their cinematic universes it's a standalone picture in its own universe it has right. no connection to the justice league or the robert pattinson movie or anything it's just its own hadoo um and there's, so there's a possibility that, A, they're going to do that with this. Like, you know, which... I don't really care as long as they just stick with, stay on the path and just go with it. Yeah. I mean, just don't go all over the fucking board because, I mean, like, you're making this stuff and then all of a sudden, we're, like, this Snyder Cut that's coming out, yeah, I'm it's going to be good. And it's, and it's almost going to awaken a lot of people to these superheroes. But now we're going in a different direction. Do you know what I mean? You right. just put out 84. 
um, like it or not, it's still a Wonder Wonder Woman movie. It was a halfway decent movie. Um, but you're introducing things in this movie that should carry over into something else. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like the ability to fly and all this kind of crap. And, you know, it's just, you know, you have the Aquaman movie and everybody likes it. I mean, the casting for the characters has been fantastic. Yeah. So why don't you to fuck with it? At least write it out a little bit. Because it, we got. I mean, Marvel wrote. How long did they write out Avengers? In subsequent movies, two Avengers. I yeah. mean, Jesus. It's not like they uh, did Captain America, first Avenger, and then three movies later, they just, oh, let's do it over again. And we're going to tell the story again. Don't go down Sony's path. You know what I mean? With Spider-Man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just, I don't understand what they're doing. I don't get it. I, 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 the problem is, <clears throat> in this... weirdly is the wisdom of Disney is they put somebody in charge and let them do their thing. Yeah. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure if Kevin Feige had, had, had fallen on his face at some point, they would have been like, okay, this guy's got to go, you know, but he hasn't. Okay. But the the problem at DC has been they, they never let anybody really take the reins. Right. And the one person who did want those reins, Zack Schneider, they wanted out of the picture completely. Yeah, why? Because his, like... <clears throat> it's that thing where... Studio executives do not understand what makes comic book movies work. They just think they work. And I have not, not a, there's not a doubt in my mind that that when we see Zack Schneider's vision for what the Justice League was supposed to be, it is going to be batshit crazy. And I'm sure a studio executive looks at that and says, I, 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 I can't do this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you know, we this is insanity. How? <laughs> Why? I I don't get it. Like you know that because they just they can't wrap their head around what a comic book is. They have no right. clue. And I mean, they know what works. They 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 look back at like what's worked, and it's like, hey, you know what worked? That Batman movie really worked. That's Christopher Nolan's Batman stuff really worked. Let's 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 keep, try to keep focusing on that. Yeah. You know, you know, meanwhile, they're like, you know, we've got this this entire comic book division we need to utilize, but we don't know how to utilize it. And the people who do know how to utilize it, we're pushing out the door. And then there's rumors that, like, you know, when Joss Wheaton, when they, when they did the viewing of Joss Wheaton's Justice League cut, like they one executive stormed out and said, that is a piece of fucking shit. We are in trouble. <laughs> You know, I mean, they just don't know what the fuck to do. Where yeah. at Disney, you know, they put a, somebody like Kevin Feige in charge who understands comic books. 
surrounds himself with people who understand comic books, works with the comic division in a way so that the stories are told properly. Right. Like, there is a disconnect between the comic book division and DC Comics movies division. Right. They don't talk to each other. (laughs) Apparently. Apparently. And it's... Like, like I want to see more of Henry Cavill as Superman. So do I. Thought, I think he's a great Superman. Yeah. Like I, I don't understand like why you would be like, well, we, we, I, I get the reboot of Batman. Like, you know, apparently Affleck had problems. Apparently, you know, maybe he was a little drunk. You know, those demons are cropping up yet again with poor Ben. You know, plus you throw in everything, you know, with with, with Zack Snyder and then apparently with Joss Wheaton. And I guess you were an athlete was just like, you know, fuck it, I'm done. As yeah. much as I love this character, I've got to walk away because this is stupidity. Right, right. Ruining you know, But it, at the same time, like, Cavill's more than happy to do it. He wants to. He's like, but you got to work around my schedule. I'm, I want to do The Witcher, too. Right. You know, I have things I want to do. I think he's a great Superman. Yeah. He's got the look. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I honestly believe Man of Steel was a very underrated movie. I, I, I don't understand the hate for it. Yeah, I don't hate it. Like I, I get Batman v Superman why people like shit on it. I, I you know, I get why people shit on Justice League and, and even Suicide Squad to a certain extent. But Man of Steel does not deserve the shitting on that it gets. It is a solid Superman movie. Yeah, so I thought so too. I, and I think it brings that character into the twenty first century. As much as I love the Reeve Superman, like I you know, you can't do that. Right, it's just you a different. Can't do, you can't do the golly G Superman. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't understand it either. I, I think he's a great Superman. I, I feel that letting him go is not right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then the question becomes like, are they letting him go? Is it just like we're going to reboot Superman? We're going to do it with like Michael B. Jordan? We're going to do this version of Superman. It's completely different from what you've ever seen. And we're also going to let Henry Cavill do it. Oh, by the way, there's also a third guy doing it on TV. <laughs> right. Like at some point, like the average person is going to be confused to an extent. Right. And what happens when they treat or try to recast Aquaman? Yeah. You've already branded him as Aquaman. Yeah. In in my mind, he is Aquaman. Yeah. And then you gave him a solo movie as Aquaman. Yeah. Now, I, I in my head, I can't think of it. He's almost become Wolverine status. Do you I know what you mean? Quite, like, I, I get your point. I wouldn't go quite that far. Like, only because he's only portrayed the character twice. But you're yeah, right, like, I, he's made the character his own. I mean, he's made it his own. Yeah. I don't, 
You know, I mean, right. Gail Gadot is Wonder Woman. I mean, I've gotten two movies out of her. Three, right? Four, actually. Four. I really don't want to see... I like her portrayal of Wonder Woman. I yeah. Mean, it comes across as very... It, she's a great Diana. You know what yeah. I mean? I agree. Um, I mean, you've casted the characters. God damn, you use them. Yeah. They're there. And the Flash is amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you've had, you have great cast. I mean, you've casted perfectly. Just yeah, fucking I, I, use them. I, Holy I just, it, it, it baffles me that, like. All you need is Lantern to come in. Yeah. It just it baffles me just how much they just fuck this up and fuck this up and fuck this up. Yeah. <clears throat> I agree with you. I I just I I question it. It's just just it, it just seems like we're starting to climb up that mountain. We're getting there. And then fucking someone just they're taking the road out again. Like I, I hope and pray that Zack Snyder's Justice League is so good that it just gets heaped praise, and they've got to like, oh fuck, what have we done? I hope you know, like I hope it's that good. Like it, I, I hope like comic book fans like completely embrace this to the point that like they almost have to like eat their words and go, okay, how can we make this right? <laughs> Right. You know. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I I know this much. The day that it comes out, I will be sitting in front of my TV with a big-ass thing of popcorn ready to consume. You know. <laughs> like, I, I cannot, like, I honestly, like, it's, it's marked on my calendar, like, you know, Justice League Day. Yeah. You know. Here, I'm going to sit down for this four-hour epic, and I pray to the gods above that it, it it pleases me. Right. You know. One can hope. Yeah. Yeah, I hope it's good. So it sounds sounds like you're in, you're in the camp of like kind of like, you know, why why are we rebooting Superman? It doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't. I mean, you have yeah. Cavill set. I mean, like, he's a great Superman. Yeah. Well, don't. Why fuck with that? I mean, continue on with that. Yeah. He's got the look, man. I mean, he's... That's good shit. Yeah. That was good in Man of Steel, though, too. I have to admit. Yeah. Yeah, it's a much better movie than people give it credit for, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I like the whole Alaskan thing. I thought that yeah. was actually pretty cool. And I know I fucking made fun of it, though. You know, Superman yeah. on a crowd. Yeah. Once you see it, you understand. It just completely makes sense. Right. You know, it's part of that grieving. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I get it. It wasn't just grieving though. It was like trying to figure out who the fuck he is. Yeah, yeah, I guess. You're right. 
you know, I mean, I mean, part of it was grief. You know, I mean, you know, Paul Kent's dead going to Alaska. Oh, that Snyder shot where it shows the picture falling into the water. Yeah. I like that. That was yeah. from the original. Show, but it's still good. Yeah. I mean, I just didn't see many scenes that were new to me. I mean, that were old in that series of... What's the percentage of Whedon's cut? I I don't know. Like, I've heard people say, like, Whedon reshot 85% of the movie. Holy fuck. Yeah. Like, I've heard it's, like, that high. Holy hell. Yeah. That's so, like, a lot. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, not not only are you talking about like I mean, it's an additional two hours what we saw initially, but like you're talking like you know an hour and a half of footage that was you know supposed to be in this that was that they completely just reshot and made a different story out of. Yeah, and then you're kind of saying to yourself, what is the story? You mean, I mean, you know, the story is dark side, but I mean, like, you know, how far down the hole are they going? You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, I to me, it's stuff like, like the pro- the problems I had were like stuff like like Batman's decision to try to bring back Superman. Like Batman would never make that decision. So like. On top of that, though, you throw on top of, like, like at the end of Batman v Superman, when Lois throws the dirt on the the casket and it starts to levitate, like, that was, like, pointless based upon Justice League. Yeah. You know, like, so is there something where they're not using the Kryptonian ship to bring back Clark? Is it is it something more, like, and that's hence the black suit? Resurrection. Yeah. In a sense, right? That's what you're talking about. Right, yeah. I mean, there's... I mean... Like, in the comic book, like, the black suit was... It it was like a Kryptonian... Like, it was was meant to enhance the sun's rays to, to heal him. Right. You know, and... When he showed up, it was because, like, you know, things went awry, and he had to come and like finally. Uh, it was like, you know, okay, I've got, I've got, I've got to get to this. You know, I'm not strong enough to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. You know, and like, and Superboy and 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 Steel helped him. Um, where where at? So, like, in this. You know, when he shows up in the black suit, is it because he's still healing? <clears throat> right. You know, and what what was he? What was it that was healing him? Like, you know, where what where was he taking? Like, again, like in the comic book, like he had these robots that, that like you know stole his body and took it back to the fortress of solitude and shit. Like, so like there there are bits and pieces. It's like, okay, well, how does Superman get resurrected? Right. You know, because. It can't be Batman. Like the, the the decisions that Batman makes in that movie, I was just like, mm, 
this doesn't make any fucking sense. You yeah, would yeah. never do this, you know. Right. You know, and so that's that's one major aspect of it that it's like I'm intrigued to see how Zack Snyder handled this compared to how Joss Whedon handled it because it's clear to me that Joss Whedon was like, yeah, I'm just going to make this real quick and sweet because, you know, we got to get going. <laughs> you know. Right. I got to cut this down to two hours. <laughs> right. I'm definitely interested in seeing the Snyder cut for sure. Yeah. Faux show. All right. So in some other news, as I grab this, Apparently, so this past week or so, CBS All Access has been rebranded as Paramount Plus. Okay. Okay. Um, the reason for this is they want to get away from it just feeling like it's just a CBS thing and being something under the Paramount umbrella. Okay. So part of that is, you know, clearly, you know, Paramount Studios and and their movie library, which is now going to apparently be available much like we've seen on other streaming services. You know, whereas previously CBS All Access really didn't have that. So they announced that Mission Impossible 7 and A Quiet Place 2 will debut on Paramount Plus... 45 days after premiering in theaters. Okay. So this is their answer to HBO Max. HBO Max says, same day as in theaters. Right. Want to watch on HBO Max? By all means, feel free. (laughs) Paramount Plus is kind of like saying, and that pissed off a lot of people. (laughs) You know, (laughs) not not just movie theaters. So Paramount's like, well, we need to do something close to that, but we can't quite do that because obviously it pissed off a lot of people. Yeah. So 45 days after it's in the theater, you can watch it on Paramount Plus. Nice. Yeah. What do you What do you think of that idea? I mean, it's not surprising that they made a move like that. Yeah. Um, I think timeline, it doesn't really make a difference. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't support, like I said, it doesn't surprise me that they made that move. Um, at all. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, in, in this race of streaming services now. Right. Like, and we talked about this a few weeks ago. It's like, how do you differentiate yourself right. from the pack? You know, Pete at Universal decided to spend the billion dollars and get the and you know the WWE network. You know, um, HBO, Warner Brothers said, you know, we'll we'll just give you the movie the f- same fucking day. Deal with it. <laughs> right. You know, and here's Paramount now with their own streaming service, kind of saying, okay, we can't just be the Star Trek people. 
because that hasn't worked. So let's try this, you know. Right, right. I mean, it, it is interesting to see these streaming networks, especially the ones owned now by the production companies, the studios, right? Um, tr- kind of fighting for relevancy in a way. Like I'm waiting for, you know. I mean, first, I think Peacock was a horrible idea for a, a name for a streaming service because again, it, it's. It, it, it's bogging itself down in the fact that you you associate it with NBC, right. not with Universal Studios. Right. I can see that being rebranded within a year. Yeah. I, honestly, like I mean that because like as great as the, like the, as great as the like the having the WWE stuff is going to be for them, I don't know how many people are actually going to. Like it's oh, you're only going to get a hardcore audience of maybe another it's one. It's not going to be their cash. No. Yeah. But like, like I mean, and you you, you have the the yes, aspect you just say, well, we're giving it the free to anybody who subscribes to you know cable anyway. Yeah, but most infinity. people are streaming. Yeah. But there's a lot. There's a ton of people that are still str- that are, that have switched. Yeah. No, I agree. That I agree. Yeah. But like, I mean, it, it's going to be like, well, how do you, how, how does, you, how do they, you know, at some point, like, you, you, if I'm them, I'm like thinking to myself, well, you know, oh, we got to figure out something to do with our universal product, right? You know, right. Everybody else is doing it. Why aren't we? Right. You know. That's the big thing about. Um, streaming, there's a lot of people that are streaming. And I, and I think that to me, like my problem has always been with streaming is uh, hockey, right? Because I, yeah. I can't get hockey. Right? Yeah. And that's one of my major points with streaming is like, when are these people going to realize that this is the way it's going? Right. So just get on board. You know, I don't know. Especially well, with sports. Just because. Good. Well, here's two things, and, and the the, the kind of chew on. One, the problem is always going to be like, you can buy a hockey package at streams. They just don't show you Penguin games. Correct. Because that's your because it, it's in market. So the the problem has to be the NHL has to find a way to lift that restriction. Yeah. So that you can stream and watch a Penguin game. Right. Because it's your because it's your local market. The other thing is, now I was reading about this. And I found the fact I, I thought about bringing it up on the show, but I'm going to bring it up now because we're kind of going in that direction. You know, AT and T owns Directv, and they have like their AT T TV and shit like that. And apparently, they're selling that shit off. Yeah, because they are losing money on it. And, and apparently, Directv, you know, for Years upon years upon years, they've been the only ones that have held the rights to the NFL Sunday ticket. Right. Well, that goes up for that contract is up next season. So there is rumor and speculation because of like that one, the NFL wants off of DirecTV because they're losing subscribers left and right. Right. But two, you know, they may be looking at going with Amazon. 
Right. With that Sunday ticket, which is now, but now again, the problem is it's only for out of network games, but still you're talking about a major, and I do mean major property right moving to a streaming service like that right like there are sports bars and restaurants around the country that have direct tv strictly for that nfl sunday ticket right like that would be a death blow to direct tv for one and two like amazon would like clean the fuck i mean you know they're already cleaning the fuck up. That, that they would just crush with that. The they, already have a part, they already have a partnership with the NFL for the Thursday night game. Right. You know, they're the streaming home of the Thursday night game. Right, right. Yeah, I, something needs to happen, especially you know, you know, the NHL is like, oh, we're losing money and and uh, we're just not just because of COVID, but you know. We just can't generate hockey fans and such bases and stuff like that. I was like, make yourself more accessible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like half of Pittsburgh, well, not I wouldn't say half, but probably a quarter of Pittsburgh isn't watching hockey games because they're streaming, especially a younger generation. Right. But I mean, I, you know, is, is that younger generation interested, though? In hockey? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like, I, I think about it, like, and you're right. Like, I mean, there's been an influx of younger people into this town for the first time ever. Right. You know, since Andrew Carnegie started opening mills in the 1800s. <laughs> you know? Um, but, like, I, they're, they're not Pittsburgh born and bred. So it's not like they're like, well, wow, I really wish I could watch the Penguins. One. And two, if they are interested in hockey, like, so if they are interested in hockey, like, I don't think like they're, you know, they would be subscribing to that streaming service because of, well, it's an out-of-town thing. But also, I just, I don't, I think hockey, much like baseball, in most of the country, has been missed by that generation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you live in the Northeast, if you were born and raised in the Northeast, the, the Midwest, especially the North Midwest, and, you know, clearly Canada, you know, that's still a part of your life. Right, right. But, like, I, I don't think the NHL Southern strategy has ever worked. Like, no, I, I, I no, like, it, it hasn't, like, created, like, you know, kids in Texas who want to play hockey. Right. You know, there's no youngster in, in Phoenix who, who wants to grow up and be a hockey player. <laughs> Based upon their attendance, they don't even know that fucking team exists. Right. Yeah. But, but at the same time, it's like it's like one of those 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 deals where. Like I, I, you know, the they're more interested in 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 soccer probably. I don't know. 
I, I, that's a, that's the that's the first generation that really grew up with soccer. Like, like my generation, like I, I remember, like soccer was like a thing, but it was looked down upon, and it was no professional league in the U.S. Really, like uh-huh. this, the millenn- the millennial generation is the first generation that's really grown up with a a a soccer league of any type. Right. You know, um, so they can say that they grew up with soccer a little bit. I, so I think that if anything, that's probably. Like they're not watching football. That's <laughs> fucking sure. You know. I just watched Sarka game two days ago. Three days yeah. ago. Some kind of cup. She cup, she she believes cup or something like that. I don't know. I, 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 I saw the US women were were celebrating something. I was like, I don't know what. Yeah. I, that's where it was U.S. women's soccer. Yeah. And so good. It was good. I mean, it was – I just like women's soccer. I do. I think they're tough, man. I do. I do. I think they're tough as hell. Yeah. It's just it, – it, I mean, I like – don't get me wrong. I'll watch men's soccer, too, if it's on. But I just find women's soccer more entertaining. I, I don't know. I, they just seem tough. I mean – they get banged around, kicked, and they get right back up. You know what I mean? There's no like this drawn out flag, and it's two minutes of on the ground, and three minutes on the ground, and hey, it just gets ridiculous. Women, man, they just pop back up, man. They're fucking fearless. I do. I don't know. I just, I just like women's soccer better than men. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I've been around it a lot with yeah. my. So, right. you know, they know the players. Um, they know what teams they're playing for. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm into it. When it's on. I mean, I, if it's on, watch I, it. Yeah, I always feel like, like, it's one of those weird things where, like, I feel like it's the one time American women have an advantage. Like over the rest of the world, because what? well, because of Title Nine. Okay. Like w- women, like women's sports, like the U.S. gets a, an upper hand where they were organizing women's soccer long before many of these other countries. It's kind kind of yeah. like like men's basketball for many 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 years. Like yeah. it was like there was the U.S. And there was everybody else. Yeah. You know, it wasn't until the dream team where basketball really started becoming more of a global game. You know, so now other countries are competitive, but technically, you know, the U.S. is still the best at it. But right. but other countries are are very quickly catching up. Um, with with women's soccer, it's that situation of we've been doing it longer on an organized basis because of title nine than many of these other countries have and they're playing catch up. Yeah. And so because of that, like us women are, are far superior at it than anybody else. Yeah. 
Like there was a while where I think it was Argentina or something like gave him a hard time. Won a couple of things, beat them a few times. It was like, okay, yeah, and then you know that quickly got put down. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't think it was. I don't know who it was. I we just we just beat Argentina four zip. Yeah, Brazil. Maybe it was Brazil. I can't. Remember. It was some maybe. South American country, but it was like they gave him a hard time for like a like one cup. Like they they won one World Cup. Like another yeah. tournament or something. Like, and it was like, okay, yeah, we got to put this down. Like kind of like the Russians in that they won that one Olympic, you yeah, know, yeah. like seventy four or something, seventy two, and then uh, after that it was like you know complete domination until. Yeah, but you look how organized the the women's team is, right? I mean, you know, and I mean it is organized, but they they put together competitive teams every year. Right, but but it's because it's because of like well it's because they they grew up playing the sport and in, with men's soccer the 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 best like the best talent with women go to soccer okay with men they're still not going to soccer like the best talent the best talented athletes are still not going to soccer they're still playing basketball they're still playing football you know, the, 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 that's that's where the, the the most talented athletes are going. Yeah. Right. It's like soccer is like we're like okay, I wasn't good enough to play football. I wasn't good enough to play basketball. I, I'm okay at this sport though. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I, don't, I mean that's like the God's honest truth. You know, because you know you you're just thinking in your head. I I can make more money as a punter. <laughs> like ever could in the MLS. Yeah. You know. Punter. Yeah. It's a good job right there. It is. As long as you're good at it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like don't get me wrong. Like I, I don't know about the utmost respect for punters and kickers. You know. <laughs> and that's just because of a Pat McAfee fan. I've always have because it's like it's like the one job where like Like, if you fuck up, like, everybody sees it, you know? <laughs> and, like, there's no forgiveness for it. Like, yeah, man, it's tough. The, 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 the turf slipped a little bit, and my, my plant leg slipped, and I just, my follow-through was off. No, you fucking missed a 35-yarder, you jackhole. That, that's what people do, you know? Right, right, right. You cost us the game, you little fucking twerp. Like, and it's like... Of all the positions, it's the one that the average guy still thinks he can do. Like, I could go out there and I could hit that fucking kick. <laughs> right. You know, like, av- the average Joe still thinks I could have fucking been an NFL kicker. You're an asshole. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the amount of skill it takes to do this. You know? But, yeah, I mean, if, if you could if you could punt kick or punt really well it's a nice living to be made and it's better than playing the mls that's for damn sure yeah you make out a lot of money yeah hmm. and that's the yeah. funny thing like i mean you know the real money's over in europe and how many americans actually go over there not that many i don't know i don't know like, the very few like, you know i know so, women travel over yeah to europe they play right. on different teams. Yeah. American women. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Most same in basketball. There, there's more money to be made playing your women's basketball in Europe than there is in America. Yeah. That one woman, I can't remember her name. People were pissed because she got injured. Like, it's a career-threatening injury. But she was injured in Europe. Yeah. And they're like, well, why are you playing in Europe? You, 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 know, you play for a, a WNBA team here. And she's like, I make twice as much over there. Right. So it's worth me spending my off season in Europe, making twice as much money, so I can come back here and try to get this sport off the ground. Right. Yeah. It, it just never. It, it'll never get off the ground. For some reason, I don't know. They're talented too, man. Oh, I mean, you they get all about. I mean, there, there are plenty of talented women who have who have played women's basketball that I have the utmost respect for. Like, you know, and again, it's like that thing of like, I hear a lot of guys like, yeah, I could cover her. Like, no, no you fucking couldn't. Sit down and <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, like I, I have, I don't like women's sports, but like I have the utmost respect for their, their skills and abilities. And there's not a doubt in my mind that, you know, they would kick my ass, you know? Right. But it, it's just, it's a version of the game. Like, so, like sometimes I'll get into a women's basketball game because it is a bit more of a pure, purest version of basketball. Uh, it's not, it's not like the one-on-one game that the NBA has become. Right. So sometimes I will watch a women's basketball game because it is a, to me, a better version of of basketball. But mm. you know, overall, like you know, that lasts maybe 15 minutes, and I've got to change the channel. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna try to watch competitive cornhole. <laughs> you know what I was watching the other night? Cornhole? Uh-uh. Okay. Competitive axe throwing. Oh, I saw that was on too. It almost sucked me in. It almost sucked me in, but it was like too repetitive. It sucked me in completely. Yeah. Like the one guy just kept hitting the same fucking spot over and over again. I'm like, oh man, this is kind of boring. No, and but the guy- they get I completely got sucked into it. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Axe throwing? What is this? Yeah. And I started watching it. Fucking half an hour later. Yeah. Fucking tuned I mean, in. The, the announcer was just like, this is amazing. I've never seen anything like this. I'm just like, I get it. He said the same spot. It's impressive. But now yeah, change the channel. Some- Oh look! I think I, I think I played darts, so it was kind of yeah. similar to darts in a certain yeah. sense. Um, but I was, yeah, dude, I was all into it. I think I was most impressed how they can hit it that many times in a row. Yeah, you get that high maximum amount of points that many times in a row. I'm like, and the and the throw is just nice and soft. Yeah, you know, it's not like going to a Renaissance fair and firing an axe thirty yards away. Yeah. And breaking the wall. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not yeah. even getting a stick. Yeah, it's like a hand axe. With, you know, he's just kind of you know, like giving a light toss. Whereas, yeah. like, you know, you're talking about, like, you know, fucking battle axes that you're throwing, you know, giving the overhand <laughs> toss to. Exactly. It's like, different. Like fucking Scottish but, games and shit. Yeah, I mean, it's completely different. But, yeah. I mean, like, it's really cool. I mean, I, I find it, I find it very interesting. You know what I have gotten sucked into from time to time? Uh Is European darts. Yeah? 
Like, because, like, you, know, tips? you, I can't remember what, but I mean, it was like, like, the crowd, like, you would think they were at the fucking Super Bowl. Uh-huh. How, they love how those crowds go fucking nuts. Uh-huh. Especially like, it, crazy. It, it's like, like, I mean, like, they go like full on Pete Weber from bowling with like the sockets and everything, like talk, shit talking each other. I'm like, holy fuck, this is, and of course, it's all like, like limey. So like, I can't understand like every other fucking word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 English like, starts It's called English Premier League, I think. I think so, yeah. And uh, those people go fucking nuts. I'm like, holy yeah, shit, this is awesome. They're crazy about darts. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, it's thing. like it's like an arena. <laughs> like, like, yeah. I was like, how many people are at? There's a few thousand people watching this. Yeah. Yeah, and they are going ballistic. Mm-hmm. I like watching competitive cricket. I, I I find that that's. I don't know. I mean, I think it's all a game of skill, but I I find cricket to where. There's a certain skill level you have to have. I have to figure out cricket to save my fucking life. <laughs> really? Really. Like, That's it, my favorite game. I've tried over the years many times to like <laughs> figure that game out. Mm. And it is just, I, you know, I have no idea what the fuck's going on. You know, I have a better sense of what's going on in like Australian rules football yeah. than, I, than I do at cricket. No, nah, cricket's fun. Yeah, it's my favorite. It's just so competitive. Yeah. And there's, I mean, in a, in a lot of times in 01 games, like 301, 701, 501, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you're going for your numbers. And, of course, if you're a bullseye shooter, there's your oh, money. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're, you're talking, you're still throwing darts. Correct. Oh, I thought you were talking about fucking cricket. No, cricket. With the bat and the wicket and shit, you know. <laughs> darts. The bowler. And, okay, you're talking. Okay, I thought you were talking about that. You know, they got the the wicket. You know. Yeah, yeah. Wicket, no. Yeah. You know, that, that shit. I thought that's where you were at. I'm like, no. holy fuck, you're sophisticated. <laughs> no. You're talking, talking dart, you're talking dart still. Okay, I, that's okay. Cricket. You had me thrown there. Yeah, I was like, I, I played cricket with you before, and I was like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. No. No. Okay. We're we were on two completely different sports. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is happening? Yeah. But no, cricket darts. Like, okay. I just find it competitive. In English premieres, yeah. like when you see someone go up there and nail three trip twenties, like bam, 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 and that crowd gets crazy. You're like, I mean, I could see that. I I think I would be in that crowd cheering too. I mean, if someone, you know what I mean? Because that's hard. I mean, like, yeah. it's hard to flight in, you know, three trips a high ton like that. I mean, it's just, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just hard. I mean, it's hard to get three in a bulls, let alone, you know, three nineteens, like three trip nineteens in a row. Oh yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, what else you got? Let's dip our Tony old mailbag. All right, let's do it. Okay. 
Alright, so let's, uh, let's go ahead and dip our toe in the old mailbag. Mailbag! And as always, we have an email from our good friend, Super Fan Thad. <sighs> Thad said, hello, my two favorite hosts who like to drink pee-pee from test tubes. Mm. No. No. Damn, another good WandaVision. I think Agnes used Wonder Man to bring back Vision. I'm still convinced Wanda created his likeness. I don't I don't know where everybody's pulling this Wonder Man shit from. Huh? Like I don't know why everybody keeps bringing Wonder Man into this whole thing. Like I I haven't like I don't think Wonder Man has anything to do with this. I think because of the Easter egg. Yeah. He, he, he's a West Coast adventure. Yeah. Wait till Hawkeye and Mockingbird head to L.A. <laughs> um, Sean, I disagree. Anal probing is much better than buying a car. I can't wait for you to take me a ride in the baby seat. There's no baby seed, my friend. Trust me. Sean, is Cat Dennings your Marion Ross? I'll bet Cat Dennings has had more. No, no, I am not going down that road. Um, no, no, not at all. In fact, if anything, B. Arthur is my Marion Ross. Nice. Cat Dennings is my Cat Dennings. Nice. When I'm feeling really saucy, I go for a Stelgetti. <laughs> um, the way Ian describes the letdown with Mortal Kombat 2 is sound like the first time he saw Sean naked in the bathtub before he got in. Mm-hmm. No. No, that that disappointment was completely different. <laughs> um, Sean, did you see the hidden secret in the latest Green Lantern trailer? Did you see the green glowy in the Joker scene? Could we see the Green Lantern by the end of the movie? Mark that down. You heard it here first. Well, I have heard those Green Lantern rumors have been shot down. But really? we shall see. Okay. Watch the new Superman, Superman and Lois. I loved it. I love how the kids have superpowers. I just don't get one thing. If Superman shoots his super goo into Lois's back cave, I would expect the super semen to shoot out her back like a 50 megaton tank shell. Unless she has a super vag. Well, my God, where have I heard this conversation before? Can you tell me? Brody? <laughs> You're right. Really? 
I didn't hear this in mall rats. <laughs> By the way, just for the record, Superman has such control over his muscles that even at orgasm, he is able to contain his super strength. Wow. Yeah. Because he has a point, like it should shoot out of her like a like a a tank shell. I get that, but you know he is able to contain that to something that a human can handle. Right for the safety of human. Exactly. Exactly. Also, I've I have heard he 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 wears a kryptonite cock ring. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, you know, rumor around the Justice League urinal. Um, it's time for America's new, new, new favorite segment. What is Tim's wiener up to? Oh, I can't wait till this segment fucking dies. This week, Tim sent me a picture of his wiener, and you will never guess what happened. Tim's tiny wiener got too close to a skunk, and it got sprayed. Damn, Tim's got one stinky wiener. Even Beaver does not want to get close to his tiny wiener. Tune in next week to see what Tim's wiener is up to. Well, let's hope Tim got that tiny wiener cleaned up. Hopefully. Hopefully. Okay, it's time to go. Platypus just whispered in my ear, have you ever thrown a hot dog down a hallway? I don't know what that means, but it sure sounds fun. I I don't even want to think about this. <laughs> this is just so much yuck. <laughs> Go full Vince McMahon. Yuck. <laughs> all right, that, that's that's it. That's all all the write-ins we got. Um. Anything like to add to the proceedings there, sir? No, man, I'm good. Good to hear. Well, remember, <laughs> <laughs> there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Hey. Uh, you can send us an email like, like Thad does each and every week. God bless him. That email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very, very easy to find. And um, we are on a number of podcasting networks. Uh, you can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. Uh, just give them a Google search, and you'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, want to thank you, dear listener, for checking us out each and every week. Can't thank you enough for your Support, it means the world to both of us. Fantastic. I mean that with all my heart and all my soul. Please support us. Ricky, please. <laughs> Tell a friend. Alright, <laughs> then on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace. <laughs>